You're listening to the Faith Roots Audio Podcast with Pastor Willie George. You can watch the full video version of this episode and join the conversation with your comments on the Faith Roots YouTube channel. Simply search Faith Roots on YouTube and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Now, here's Pastor Willie George with today's message. Hello, I'm Willie George. I want to welcome you to this edition of the Faith Roots Podcast. I'm so excited about this because we're dealing with the Psalms and in particular, one of my favorites, and it is Psalm 1, Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the way of sinners, sits in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law does he meditate day and night. Now we're going to continue. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth his fruit in his season. Now that's harvest season. His leaf also shall not wither. That is not harvest season. And whatsoever he doeth will prosper or shall prosper back to harvest season. So we've got a harvest sandwich here. We've got bringing forth fruit, that's harvest. Leaf doesn't wither, that's not harvest. And whatever he does shall prosper, that's harvest. And so what I see in all of this is that we're doing a lot of harvesting, but we have those in-between times when we are not necessarily experiencing a huge victory. The harvest isn't coming in, but that doesn't mean we're dead. Now the Bible says, His leaf also shall not wither. That's Psalm 1-3. Wither in Hebrew is nabal. It means to wilt, to fall away, to fail, to faint, to be foolish, disgraced, dishonored, lightly esteemed, fading away, falling down, coming to nothing, making vile, withering. His leaf also shall not wither. Just because we're not bearing fruit at the moment doesn't mean that we are withering or that we're suffering these things, being disgraced, dishonored, and and considered foolish, falling away, being faint. That's not it. His leaf also shall not wither describes us as being very much alive, but not in full harvest mode. And I think that some people think that if we are living right, we're in full harvest mode all the time. And that's not so. There are days when you are not going to be in full harvest mode, but that doesn't mean you've withered. You are in a place of standing until the harvest and the fruit come again, and they will. Now, his leaf also shall not wither. This reminds me of the condition I was going through back in 1987, 88, when I first started Church on the Move. Now, I was certain God told me to start Church on the Move. It was something I prayed about very carefully over a period of several months. The other thing was that the Holy Spirit confirmed it by a number of other people supernaturally, and I won't go into all the detail of that, but I knew beyond a shadow of a doubt that I was called to start Church on the Move. And so I did, and I did it on the day that God put in my heart to do it, which was the first Sunday of July in 1987. We had 163 people. We went down to 110 the following week. We languished a little over 100 for months and months and months, and we met in a school, and it, it just was not fun. And at the same time I was going through this, I was busy traveling all over America in my role as a kids minister doing gospel bill rallies. And we were breaking attendance records in every church that we went to. 
They had to, to bring in chairs everywhere we went. They, they, they were packed. They'd have a, a two or three kids sitting in one chair. It was unbelievable. And pastors would come to us and say, I've never seen anything like this. And yet... On Saturday evening, when I'm done with my children's workers' conference in that church and get on a plane, fly back to Tulsa, and come in to preach on Sunday morning in the school we're meeting in in Tulsa, we have barely a hundred people. So on the one hand, the fruit is there. It is because I had worked for a number of years to develop that kind of relationship with churches and with people through my television program. But the church was a newbie. It was just getting started. We were not experiencing that kind of harvest. We weren't dead. Our leaf had not withered, but we weren't seeing great harvest. And if I had not known how to walk by faith, I could have been tempted to give it up. But I realized in the beginning, my children's ministry didn't show this kind of result either. It took a while to get to that place, but we got momentum going. Now, eventually, Church on the Move exploded, and we had huge crowds, and, and, and it's still a blessed ministry, and my son's leading it today and doing a great job. But the point I want to make is this. We had ebbs and flows, and we were in harvest periods sometimes, and sometimes we were not. And a lot of people do not know how to handle a plateau period. And I got to tell you, in every ministry, there are plateaus and there are times of harvest. Sometimes we are climbing and we're really gaining a lot of altitude. And there are other times when we flatlined and it's time to enjoy the walk a little bit. You can't continue this upward peak of growth forever. You can't sustain that. Doesn't happen. Now, what I want you to see is we learn this ebb and flow pace, this climbing, plateauing, climbing and plateauing. Use your plateaus to secure the ground that you've gained. You get a chance to catch your breath. You get a chance to take care of what it is God's given you. you, you it's like a harvest season. You build your barns, you build your barns, and now you've got a place to put your stuff. Uh, so what I want you to see is that this walk we have with God is a mixture of just day-to-day -day life. And you know a lot of people I know never learn to live with the ordinary. There, there's a lot of guys I know in ministry, a lot of pastors, that have to have the high highs all the time. And I feel sorry for you. You have to be in the spotlight all the time. You have to have all of the acclaim. And, and let me tell you what the problem is. You can't live normal life. You don't know how to really be comfortable around your kids. You don't know how to be comfortable around your family. You don't know how to behave when you're not in the spotlight. And I see guys that are like that. They're adrenaline junkies. And they love to be in that public platform and they travel as much as they can. And I'm going to tell you, I've watched guys who did it and they wrecked their homes. And you lost it. You lost the whole thing because you never learned how to operate on an even keel and God's even keel is described in Psalm 1. His leaf also shall not wither and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. So there's the harvest and then there's the plateau and that's described in Psalm 1 and you better master that one because it's an important part of our walk with God. Now let's talk about this whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. The idea is that this person has meditated the Word of God and they have discovered the Word of God. In other words, they have found out what it is that God blesses. Now that needs to be your mission. 
I want to know what God's doing. I want to know what God wants. I want to do the things that please Him. And here's the deal. I want to know how to do that even when it doesn't bring me an immediate great reward. It's what you see in Jesus. Some of His greatest messages were messages preached to one person. There was nobody else around. What Jesus said to Nicodemus who came to Him by night was earth-shaking. They're the only guys there. I mean, it's it's just a little one-on-one encounter somewhere in the night, and Jesus is delivering earth-shattering news to Nicodemus. You must be born again. It's, it's the foundation for the whole program that he came to establish. And he's not he didn't say you must be born again in the Sermon on the Mount, but he said it to Nicodemus. One guy, he teaches the lady, one person at the well in Samaria. One person. And he was quite comfortable in doing that. See, for Jesus, it was about pleasing the Father. And that's what he was all about, pleasing the Father. And so crowds didn't matter. If it was a big crowd, great. If it wasn't a crowd, it doesn't matter. Did I please God? Uh, I, I think I see that same attitude in Philip the Evangelist. He goes to Samaria, preaches the word, a big revival breaks out, and God sends an angel to him. says, now I want you to leave this place. Peter and John have come to take it over and run it for you. And I want you to go down to Gaza, which is desert, and I'll tell you what to do when you get there. That's pretty much what God said. So he goes down there, and he is willing to leave this big citywide explosion that he created. His obedience created this huge explosion. And now God leads him off by himself to deal with one guy. But the one guy is going to carry the gospel back to a whole nation. And very significant. So what I want you to see is that we have to learn how to meditate before we do. You meditate before you do. Whatsoever he does will prosper. Why? Because he meditates in the law of the Lord day and night. You see, it's not that God blesses everything you do just because he thinks you're great. It's that you have come to God and said, God, I want to know your plan, your way. What do you want? And as I submit myself to him, he guides me toward that thing that will work. And so my whole meditation program is about finding what God wants to do and fulfilling that, doing that, that's how it works. That's when we can say, whatsoever we do, we'll prosper. It's not a matter of God blesses me indiscriminately. It's I find where the blessing is and go stand under the spout. That's the idea. Well, that's all the time we have for today, but we will wrap this up with Psalm 1 tomorrow. So don't you dare miss this one. See you then. We hope this message has been a blessing to you. Ratings and reviews help us reach more people. So take a moment to leave a review on your podcast app and consider sharing an episode with a friend or family member that needs to be built up and encouraged in the Lord today. Thank you for listening.